0: Welcome, Welcome to the, the final, final
1: score. score. We're gonna start this podcast off by doing the twenty twenty three NBA mock draft, and with the first pick in the twenty twenty three NBA draft, I have the San Antonio Spurs going with Victor Umbiana. Uh The reason I have the Spurs going with him is because he's a generational talent. He can do all five things on the court. He can shoot. He can finish. He can defend. And he's very athletic. Today, second pick.
0: Um, with the second pick, of course, I'm thinking taking. Scoot Henderson over Brandon Miller. And this is because Scoot Henderson has a bag, and he's just a better all-around. I feel like he will be a better in-league player, and he will shine to the rises quick, unlike other these stars in the top five
1: lottery. With the third pick, I have the – well, let's talk about Portland for a second. I – Personally, think Portland's going to trade the pick. I think that they're focused around building around Damian Lillard. So, they're going to trade the pick. Um, something I can see Portland getting for the third pick is, like, Paul George. If they pair up Paul George and Damian Lillard, I feel like that's a pretty lethal backcourt. But if they do keep the pick, I think they'll go Brandon Miller. Obviously, one of the top picks in the draft. He can shoot the cover off the ball. He's very athletic. He's like a miniature, younger Paul George in a way, um, and I just think he's a good fit next to Dan. With the fourth
0: pick, I'm thinking they take Amon Thompson. Plays great defense. Can't shoot that well, but he will. Let me see. Uh, Plays excellent defense. We'll pick you a full court. Um, he's, like, working on his shooting as we speak, which is very good for him. As long as he has a mid-range or a something type of shot, he should be great in the league.
1: With the fifth pick in the draft, I have the Detroit Pistons going with Kent Whitmore. They have a nasty young backcourt with Jaden Iveen, K Cunningham. I feel like a nice young wing who could grow up and learn with those guys would be very good. Kent Whitmore, he's a very raw athlete, hit, plays above the rim, and I – I see him work. If he could work on a consistent jumper, then he's definitely going to be something nasty and something deadly around the league.
0: With the Orlando Magic have the sixth pick. I feel they will take Anthony Black. No, he's young, but he has a very poised game, very solid size for a point guard, and. Just feel like he'll be doing great with Orlando. They already have Franz Wagner. He's very good. And he's young. Um, they got Palo. he would, he's not doing it, but getting better throughout the offseason. He's gonna be a great fit for them.
1: With the seventh pick in the draft, I have the Indiana Pacers going with Dorece Walker forward out of Houston. I feel like that team's very young. You know, they have Venerate Matherin. Who was shining in his rookie year at first, but kind of faded as the season went on. They have a young rising star in Tyrese Halliburton, who's great at passing, shooting, he the finish. First time All-Star last year. And um, I feel like if they do decide to keep Miles Turner, then I feel like that opens Drees Walker's game more because he's not as efficient from the three-point line, and it opens the floor for him to attack the wreck and uh, finish over Biggs. With the
0: eighth pick, Think the Wizards will take Osar Thompson. His brother got took out the draft in the fifth pick. I feel like Osar Thompson will just come to the league, do his do what he normally do. Play defense, shoot the ball with a high efficiency, and he will play his heart out. And what team is it? What team is it? The Wizards. The Wizards. I feel like they will get rid of Bradley Bill for a lot of young players maybe or some more talent to build around to start rebuilding as they get rid of Bradley Bill. Yes, I like that pick.
1: With the ninth pick in the draft, I have the Utah Jazz going with Taylor Hendricks at UCF. Young freshman, plays above the rim, great defender, guard all five positions. Uh, he's he shot pretty well from what I've seen. And he's just a real good athlete who I think could fit into that system very well.
0: With the tip pick, I am convinced that Dallas Mavericks will finally pick up a shooter, Grady Dick. And I just feel like he will be a great asset to that team. So Luca can pass out to him in the corner or wherever he has. He can go to the post, kick out to him, and it's great for Luca. And Kyrie just needs somebody to be there when that defense help. And I feel like Grady Dick could be that player. He would knock down some big shots.
1: So the Orlando Magic have the 11th pick from the Nikola Vucevic trade. Early in the draft, we saw them select Anthony Black, so they're pretty good at guard. And with this pick, I have him going with Jordan Hawkins out of UConn. Uh, if you watch the tournament, you see he he shot the ball pretty well. He's a very NBA-ready shooter coming off screens, moving threes. It's very impressive to see how he shoots the ball and all that.
0: With the 12th pick, I think the Oklahoma City Thunder select ooh, Keontae George. And I say this because Shea is already a point guard. And they have Shea coming back. She coming back off injury. That's a lot of size right there. And Josh Giddy doesn't really fit me as a shooting guard, to be honest. He fits me as a small forward, a true small forward that will pass, get rebounds, and score on when needed. Keontae George would be that. Second or third option with is on the bench, getting the rest time.
1: With the 13th pick, I have the Toronto Raptors going with – first, before I announce the pick, I would like to say Toronto has a lot of the same type of players, 3 and D guys. So I feel like with this pick, they need somebody who isn't part of that mold but still fits into their system. Also, I feel like they're going to try and rebuild a little bit. I feel like they're trading Siakam and might trade Dan because he's a high two-way player with a lot of value. So with that being said, I feel like they should go with Jett Howard out of Michigan. He's a great shot creator, um, played in his father's system, did amazing in it. He played a little bit of point guard, about two assists a game, 14 points on high efficiency. So I feel like if they do decide to take that next step, Jett Howard would be a nice fit next to Scotty Barnes and um, the nice scoring piece next to him. The 14th pick of the
0: draft. I have no idea what the New Orleans Pelicans are thinking right now. I've had rumors of Zion Williamson may get traded, but they still have Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum, which maybe doesn't affect them as much as people are thinking. But I would, I would think they would choose a big man, which is why I'm going to go with Derek Lively, the second. And he has a great size on him. And I feel like the Pelicans use their big man's pretty good. He could set a couple strings for CJ McCollum. And then he could be that, he just grab rebounds when Brandon Ingram's out. Just need that extra height for them because they need a big man. They, and he's pretty healthy. And they need a big man who can stay healthy.
1: Um. So that was the lottery of the draft. Um, a lot of movement. I feel like is gonna happen with the draft. i Feel like a lot of trades could happen. Um, and yeah. So with the fifteenth pick, it goes to the Atlanta Hawks. Um, I feel like with this pick, they could go a number of different ways. You know, they have Trey Young, Dejounte Murray, but I feel like if they're going to win now, then they should go Chris Murray out of Iowa. I know that's pretty high, but I feel like he's the most NBA-ready player. They're not very confident in John Collins. You know, They can see, um, explore him in the trades and all that. And I think that if they're looking for something different um, to change everything, they should go with Chris Murray out of Iowa.
0: With the 16th pick, huh? With the 16th pick, Minnesota has traded Ooh. their pick to Utah Jazz, and to be, I think that you the Utah Jazz have a very young team. Anthony Edwards is doing that to begin better. I feel like this season will be a big season for him. He will average 26 to 29. Carrington Town say he going to retire and leave a mark on the NBA. I just don't, if he, if he actually means that, he has to show something in the league. Rudy Gobert is going to be a solid defender, no matter if he's scoring or not, which means, and I think they're going to pick up an offensive player which we, I'll be going with Nick Smith Jr. at the two, though, not at the one. And I just feel like he could knock down some shots when Anthony Edwards needs that help. And he, he will be a better player than Mike Conley in that system.
1: With the 17th pick, it's the Los Angeles Lakers, who had a very promising season as a seventh seed advancing to the Western Conference Finals, where they fell short to the eventual champions, the river Nuggets. And um, one of the glaring things that stood out during this run was D'Angelo Russell's inconsistency. So there's three dudes on the board that I'm looking at. Jalen Hood, uh, Kaysom Wallace, and Kobe Bufkin. Um, both about 6'4", um, can all do a number of things. But I feel like a good piece next to LeBron would be Casey Wallace. He can shoot the ball well. He's like... A younger Drew Holidays in my eyes. Plays good defense. He'll pass the rock. So, I think that's a very good pick for the Lakers if he does fall to 17 to snatch up Kaysom Wallace with a young prospect with promising upside.
0: In Miami, he have an early pick, which is the 18th pick of the draft. And they have a big man that's young and will be staying there. I think the piece that, need, that they need is – somebody who can be aggressive and not shy away when time when shots are not falling down and to be honest I think that would be Jalen Hood out of Indiana he's six foot five he averaged 13 points this season 13 and a half and he shot 41 percent from the field which is not bad at all. And I just yes, I like that. He's not, uh, he's not that athletic, but I feel like he will fit with this Miami team. He will play defense. You play defense with them, you should, you could do anything.
1: Well that 19th pick, is the Gonna State Warriors. Uh they felt kind of short this season. They had championship goals. Obviously it wasn't clicking, their backups weren't reliable. Um and I feel like it depends what they do with Jordan Poole and Jonathan Kaminga to determine where they're going with their future. If they trade Poole and Kaminga, then I see them going for more NBA ready player. But if they don't decide to, I have them going with Bilal Kalavli. Um, he's he plays for Metropolitan. Uh, with Victor, Victor has had high uh praise for this dude. He said he's like the Thompson twins, but he could shoot better, and he's played in a tougher league. So if what the Warriors do decide to, you know, continue their two timeline plan, then I could definitely see them going with Vaillle Clog.
0: The Houston Rockets have the twentieth pick from the Los Angeles Clippers, and I think these Rockets they have a. Have a big man, which is not bad for them. I just feel like Jalen Green needs a little more help at the four position. And with saying that, I will be taking Noah Clowney out of Alabama. And here's why I say that: he will get you. He will rebound to freak out the ball. He isn't that big. As of weight wise, and he's not not that tall either, but plays hard at all moments. And he will give you a solid eight to ten, eight to ten a game. He shoots very well from the floor. I just feel like if they could help him out passing the ball, he will become a great player through that system.
1: with the 21st pick in the draft, it belongs to the Brooklyn Knicks who went through a number of changes this season. Um, they had KD carry at the beginning of the season. We obviously saw how they ended up trading them, got Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, and really surprised the league by staying out of the plane and staying in playoff contention. But um, with some of their players getting all old, like Joe Harris and Spencer Dinwiddie, I can see them going with a point guard right here. And I have them going with Kobe Bufkin out of Michigan. Obviously, he played alongside Jet Howard, so I feel like he could fit in next to um, Lakell Bridges and Cam Johnson. I think he's going to be able to open the floor for them and dish in the rocks so they can have their open three-point shots like they're so famously known for.
0: The 22nd pick in the draft. I feel the Brooklyn Nets will select. They do not need a big man if I'm not sure. Who is that big man?
1: Nick Claxton.
0: Ah. Well, he he did get better throughout the season, which is pretty good for them. Special with uh, Witty might need a little help now due to Kyrie and Kevin Durant leaving. And no, Michael Bridges. Forgot he went over there. So, like, they will be a, a six seed, five seed this year. It's not bad at all. I like that. And I feel they would get a shooting guard maybe. Which is why I want to take Ryan Rupert out of France. Um he's a has a great height to him. 6'7", 192, long arms, and just needs to be able to guard the second best player or the third best player. And get um Michael Bridges some time to rest while they're on defense to keep all this energy for offense, which will help to win more games and better all the whole team.
1: With the twenty third pick, it's the Portland Trail back on the clock. Um, earlier in this draft, we saw them draft. School, no Brandon Miller. Um, so I can see them going with a big here because last season they struggled very much with big man. After Yusuf Nurkic fell down, uh, they kept acquiring centers, and it just didn't click for them. So with this pick, I see them going Leonard Miller at a G League night. Young athlete, very promising. He was in last year's draft, but he didn't have the draft type he was hoping for. So he was hoping um to increase his stock in the G League, and obviously he did.
0: What we'll pick we all. The 24th pick, the Sacramento Kings will select a Powell Ford or a small fort. And here's my reason there. Darren Fox is gonna to continue to get great, get better. Sabonis so is not that old right now, and he's pretty he's pretty healthy. And what's the white what's the white boy shoot Nana? Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter. He is going to keep learning how to shoot. Get better at that. I just feel like Harrison Barnes may be a little too old, and if he's not gonna ride with them throughout all these years, which means they will need a, a new small forward or power forward, and I'm thinking Bryce out of Ohio State. ESPN had him at 21 rank. and um, he's one of the elite offensive prospects in a while. Wow, high volume, 24 points per 36 as a freshman. Nice three point percentage. Shot forty one percent on four on four and a half attempts. Efficiency on fifty nine percent. Mid range game is unreal. I just and the Kings will help him out with not looking with I mean with passing. King and Murray. Guys a small forward. It's gonna be great. Put him at the four. Yeah.
1: With the 25th pick, it's the Memphis Grizzlies. Obviously, John Morant just got suspended for 25 games or carrying a firearm. Um, I can see them going with a guard here, but it depends on Tyus Jones if he wants to stay or if he wants to leave the Grizzlies for bigger money. But if Tyus Jones does decide to leave, I can see them going with Kobe Jones, Eddie Xavier, very NBA-ready prospect, 21 years old, 15 points per game, about six boards, four and a half assists. He's obviously dishing the rock. Um and I feel like he's very versatile, has all the tools, all the tools to be very capable in the league. He's very athletic, smart defender, and he's constantly improving as a shooter. He has good size, and I feel like if the Grizzlies want to continue to win now, then they should go with Kobe Jones as he's the most NBA ready prospect in my eyes. Who did Indiana have earlier? Mm-hmm. Who did Indiana pick earlier? Um, they went with Cam Whitmore. Okay,
0: with the twenty-sixth pick. The- the end of the Pacers, you get a second pick in the first round due to Cleveland's draft. They drafted a first round pick. And the Pacers, I feel like they have two bigs, drafted a big earlier. They have Tyrese Halliburton. Oh, shit. <laughs> but, like, I feel they need a shoe guard or somebody to come off the bench and give solid minutes. And I would be choosing Derek Whitehead for that out of Duke. They didn't average much points, but these are events and impact the game in other ways of scoring, and I feel he can do that by playing defense, playing hard. He has long arms. I like it. He's improving with shooting rapidly, and he has a good wingspan, which will help him out in the NBA for sure.
1: With the twenty-seventh pick in the draft, it belongs to the Charlotte Hornets from something from a trade with the Denver Nuggets. Obviously the Nuggets had a great season. Jokers was looking good. Murray off the to ACL was looking good. Uh Michael Porter Jr. shooting the cover off the ball. And Aaron Gordon playing great defense. But to the Hornets, um, there's been rumors that they're probably gonna they might trade pick two for Zion. I don't think they should do that because, you know, if they do decide to get School Henderson, he's a tremendous athlete. He could grow well, plays well next to metal Ball, but if they do have this pick right here, I can see them going with a big um, James Naji. Great measurements yesterday, uh, about seven foot with a seven two wingspan, nine and a half reach. Um, he played in the ACB league, professional league in Spain. He's very young. Uh, 18 years old. He's a bully baller, and I feel like he's just going to play great next to LaMelo Ball. As we've seen Mark Williams last year grow and develop, it was very impressive to see him grow into that starting center role for the Hornets.
0: The Philadelphia 76ers have traded their 28th pick to the Utah Jazz, which will be their
1: third of
0: the first round. And I feel they did great with the first two. Now they're looking for something to come off the bench, which would not be bad. And I feel they need somebody who's ready to come off the bench and ready to provide the minutes that they need when their star players are out. And I feel that that Maxwell Lewis will do that for me. He has great size, averaged 17 points, and... Six rebounds. He's 20 years old, 185 pounds. They kill him, but I feel he will put on at least 10 to 15 pounds through a, through, as he matures through the league. Great height, and that would just be a great pick for the Utah Jazz.
1: With the 29th pick, the Indiana Pacers are back in the clock from a pass trade with the Celtics. Early in this draft, we saw them draft Jarese Walker and Derek Whitehead. Uh, two forwards at this class, so I could see them going with a guard here. And I could see them going with Jaquavion Smith, tremendous athlete, state in class this year. Player comp is Bones Highland, three-level score, could shoot well from all three levels. Um, He's kind of a smaller guard, but I feel like he could do very well behind Tyrese and learn from him with passing. He averaged about 18 points last year, four assists. He shy, kind of efficient. He could work on that a little bit. But I feel like as his role decreases with the Pacers, that it'll really help him grow as other parts of his game.
0: The Clippers have the 30th pick from a trade with Milwaukee. And Milwaukee had a first round pick. That is crazy. And I feel the Clippers, they have pretty good Fords Kawhi, uh, just Kawhi. Paul George, uh, he may be in some trade rumors, which may scare me with choosing from them. But I feel as they need uh, some solid bench work. Because Kawhi's not going to play every game of the season. And the whole world knows that. Which means they need... Somebody who could come in and knock down some shots when they needed, and I feel that would be Jamie Jaquez Jr. out of UCLA. He is he is twenty two years old, average seventeen, average eighteen points a game, with nine rebounds, and I feel he would knock down some threes when needed. But he would he would get some, I feel like he would average a solid ten to twelve if he plays a solid fifteen to twenty minutes a night. And he has very good size on him for a small forward, 225 pounds. The height does scare me for being so big, but should do good on nights when Kawhi is not showing up or Paul George is not playing.
1: All right, and that concludes the first round of the mock draft. Um, JJ, how do you feel about the first round of the mock draft, and do you think there's anything that could silly happen on draft night? That
0: completes happen.
1: That could potentially happen on draft night.
0: I feel the number one pick will happen for sure, and I feel Scoot Henderson may go second over Brandon Miller, like I had chose. Other than that, that should be all.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh do do you expect any trades on draft night? And if so, um, who do you think is like the most likely to be traded on draft night? Most likely to be traded. I
0: would say the who's trying to trade up.
1: Um, there's a lot of teams trying to trade up. It just depends what they're trying to trade for. Trying to see, I feel like a lot of teams are going go to go after the third pick, knowing that Portland wants to keep Dame and keep him happy and is looking for star power. Yes, and I feel Portland
0: will be looking for, will be looking for some some route some trade offers as the draft is happening. Because they do want to get David Lillard out of there. Mm -hmm.
1: So for the next portion of the podcast, we're going to be talking about the Seattle Seahawks and how they did this offseason. Obviously, JJ's a Seahawks fan. So how do you think uh, the Seahawks did this offseason if you had a grade? I love it.
0: B plus, A minus. Got a great receiver. Got a great cornerback. Which means, and we have, that's all we needed. Another receiver that, it's our quarterback Geno Smith. Well, I don't know why I would say Drew Lock. <laughs> that Geno Smith can um look to look forward with with the throw because DK Metcalf will not always have a good game, and Tyler Lockett and maybe just get locked up one game. And I feel he would be there to provide the catches. He's already showed a lot of explosiveness throughout the training camps, and I love that. And I feel we need. Probably another linebacker. Now like we got Bobby Wagner back, too, which is excellent for us. Phil, we would go a solid 12-4, 11-5 this season. Not bad at all.
1: Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read you uh, the T.I. schedule for this upcoming season. You're going to tell me if you think they're going to win or lose that game, and then we'll see what happens from there. Week one versus the Rams. How do you have that game going?
0: I feel that would be a dub. Where's that.
1: Um, It is – at Seattle. That is a dub for sure. Um, Week two, Seahawks versus Lions in Detroit. How do you see that game going? I feel
0: that would be a win, too.
1: Okay, so you have them going 2-0 through the first two games. Yes, sir. Then they play Carolina week three in Seattle. That would be a blowout for sure. Blowout. Carolina. Uh-huh. Are you excited to see Bryson in that game? See how he shows mm, flashes? I feel
0: Bryson will, will not live up to the hype throughout the first couple games. Mm-hmm. You won't figure it out until last portion of the
1: season. Mm-hmm. Week four versus the New York Giants uh, in New York. How do you feel about that game?
0: I feel we go to New York and we get our ass kicked.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley are going to kill us, literally. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be a bounce-back week, just a minor setback, nothing major. We're 3-1 at this moment.
1: Uh, week five versus the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati. How do you feel about that game?
0: Feel that would, we would shock the world with this game. We would still lose, but it's not going to be. It's going to be a close game.
1: Okay, so through the first five weeks, Seattle's three and two. Yes, sir. Lost to nowhere the opponents, beat obvious teams. So going into week six, divisional game versus the Cardinals in Seattle. How do you feel about that, that game? W-
0: that we will win that game, one hundred percent sure. Cardinals are not going to do nothing this year, and I have I don't I think they're going to be the last in the whole conference. Mm-hmm.
1: Week seven versus Cleveland in Seattle. How do you feel about that?
0: Going to Cle- oh, Cleveland coming to us. I feel I can't name nobody on Cleveland, so that would be a win for us.
1: Mm-hmm. So far, y'all have four two. Four no five and two, five and two, five and two through the first seven weeks. Yes. Then y'all have week eight is the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. Obviously, Lamar's gonna be back. They I added OBJ. F- I feel that
0: will most definitely be a loss. Lamar Jackson and OBJ will finally have found that connection by the time week eight come around, and he will be using other receivers. I feel they will stop us a lot too. Wide Humphrey will lock up DK
1: Maker. Five three at this point, then I play Washington again. This time, Washington's coming to Seattle. How do you feel about that? I feel
0: Washington will take that L and will send them back to Washington for sure. Season three.
1: Another divisional game on the schedule. Uh, Seattle at LA Rams. How do you feel about that game?
0: I feel that we will lose this divisional round game. And I say this because we always split with them no matter what. But we will lose this one for sure.
1: Six and four at this point. Then another divisional game Got the 49ers this signed the 49ers are in Seattle. How do you feel about that game?
0: This is going to be a great game right here. We have to split with them for sure. We have to. If we don't, they're going to beat us out because they're not losing over four
1: games. And I think we take this one. So, you think y'all are going to be 7-4 and four at this point going into seven, Week 12? 7-4. and four. I don't know. 49ers are a pretty good team. You know, obviously they got Debo. We don't care uh, about Brock Purdy should be back. George Kittle's there. Christian McCaffrey. They're pretty deep team. Yeah,
0: they're pretty deep. We're going to get one out of them.
1: Okay. Then uh, Week 12, playing Dallas in Dallas.
0: Oh, baby. <laughs> I feel we would tear that ass up. I'm going to be there live at that game, and we're going to beat the Can't even say it to it, but we're going to beat some 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 butt off the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Eight and four, going into week 13. You play San Francisco again. This time it's in San Francisco.
0: And I feel we lose by 20-plus, no doubt.
1: Okay. uh, Y'all are eight and five, playing the Eagles, who just lost in the Super Bowl last year obviously got better.
0: And I'm glad you were saying that. I feel that the Eagles will have a down season this year.
1: What makes you think the Eagles are going to have a down season?
0: I just feel... What's his name? Jalen Hurts? Not going to live up to the money. He just got paid. He's not going to do it this season. They're going to be decent, though. They're not even going to fall off all the way. I just don't feel they're going to Win them games that they won last year the same way how they won them and be able to come clutch in all close games.
1: So you have the you the Seahawks winning that game.
0: The Seahawks will win that game for sure.
1: Nine and five at this point. With the real birds. And then y'all are going to Tennessee to play the Titans.
0: Yes. We're gonna beat the crap out of them. Got rid of the best receiver, AJ Brown. Um It'll Derek Harry, We stop him every time we play him. That's not nothing. Other than that, we're good.
1: Ten and five at this point. Last week of the season, looking in a great spot, probably a high playoff seed. Then y'all play the Steelers in Seattle.
0: Ah, <laughs> shout out Connor Hassel. We're gonna beat the crap out of the Steelers. They have nobody. Can't get a can't get a quarterback. They don't have a quarterback, which is why we're gonna beat them.
1: Eleven and five. Week seventeen, last week of the season, uh times to to be determined. Obviously another divisional game as y'all play the Cardinals. Do y'all think y'all are gonna be ready and value this game or do you think you're gonna rest the starters uh so they're not hurt going into the playoffs? I
0: think we will nah, it's not the it's not Pete Carroll style right there. We wanna play that game fully. Twelve and five, close the season out, hope for better seeding. Hopefully, we beat out the 49ers for the the best in our division, which will help us out major.
1: So, as you talked about earlier, obviously, John Moran got suspended for the firearm. How do you think Josh should have handled the situation? And do you think 25 games was enough for him to be suspended, or do you think he should have been suspended for more or less? I
0: feel Ja Moran is stupid. And he should have been suspended for the whole season. It doesn't make sense after the first time i understand if you want to have certain firearms want to ride around with them but why do you have your re- why do you have a phone out recording every time you have it with you that is what gets me and i feel you're making all this money you're get your fine you got your own shoes you got everything you could possibly want and you're just throwing it away for what reason
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and you have kids out here who look up to you and wonder why are you doing things like this, and they can't watch maybe their favorite player play for one fourth of the season because of actions you made, and that just doesn't make sense to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's very disappointing to see a young, promising athlete miss out on a lot of money because of the suspension last season, didn't make all-NBA team. And with the new CBA, it probably won't make all NBA next season as it's to play 65 games. So, on a different topic, uh, it's off season, so a lot of trades are going to happen. So, I'm going to name off a player. You tell me if you think they're going to get traded, and you tell me a destination that you think is best fit for them. Uh, Bradley Bill.
0: I love the Miami, Miami Heat. Great one. I feel they will trade him out of there, and he will either go to Miami. Miami is the only place for him that I see, or Miami or the Lakers.
1: Mm -hmm. Obviously, if he was to go to Miami, it would have to be a package about Haywood, Highsmith. I
0: was thinking about this package. I was thinking Caleb Martin, this.
1: I don't know. I don't know if they would would. I was thinking it would be Kyle Lowry, Duncan Robinson, Nikola Jovich, Haywood, Highsmith, and probably Draft Capital. And then with that, if they decide that they want to go get a big man, then they could trade Tyler Hero, Caleb Smith, all the pieces they have right now to try and get a big man next to Bam and make him a true four.
0: Bam is a true five, I thought.
1: Nah, I feel like, I don't think Bam's a five. I just
0: feel like he's I can't having put a true four. He wants you to mid-range to save his life. That's that. That's that. That's bad spacing.
1: Okay, but think about it. Think of the Miami Heat get Miles Turner to space the floor out right for him.
0: Yes, that would be deadly.
1: That would be nasty. So, another player always in trade rumors, DeAndre Aiden.
0: Yes, I feel he has to get out of, out of Phoenix. And it's not Phoenix's fault, it's his fault. He doesn't show up, he doesn't want to fight for rebounds or none of that. And I don't know where he will land, but I don't see him having a spot at the start of next season mm. on the Suns.
1: Uh something I've heard is him in Dallas. Obviously they can trade Bertans, Hardaway, a number of the row pieces as we saw in the playoffs. The Suns don't have a lot of depth. So I can see them trading Aiden for pick ten, Bertans, Hardaway, just to get more depth on their team. Hardaway's a great pick. Great one. Alright. Right. Obviously he was supposed to get cut, but sell on the roster. Chris Paul, uh what do you think he'll be at the start of next season?
0: Sir start- um, I heard about some rumors about Chris Paul going to the, let me you think about it? Pretty sure it was the Wizards. But I don't see Chris Paul having a spot. Not many teams want him right now. And I don't know why. Well, <laughs> he's a waste of space in the playoffs.
1: And he's getting paid like 35 million dollars
0: god damn yeah that's a lot of money for our overhead i don't know if you're not if you're not producing like lebron i don't see you get paid over 40 mil
1: mm-hmm. um another player who can be determined by the draft is Anthony simons obviously is going to get traded it'll be before the draft if he isn't traded then it'll be after
0: what from portland yeah why is he getting traded
1: because if they package three and Simons, I feel like they can get a lot of return.
0: Simons is a great player. Great young player to shoot the crap out of the ball. I don't know why they would trade him. But if he does get traded, I feel he would go to a trash team and be the number one scorer. Yeah. And average a solid
1: 25 a night. Do you think if you were to get traded to the Magic? It'll be a yeah. great fit. Him, Paolo, Franz. Obviously, could all grow up together, young prospects. That
0: would be a great pick with Cole Anthony coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. As a six man, I like that. Mm-hmm. And then they have, what's his name back? Isaac.
1: I, Jonathan Isaac? Yeah,
0: he's back healthy now. Mm-hmm. Magic could potentially be a six, seven seed next year.
1: Obviously, we talked about the Wizards earlier with Bradley Bill. Obviously, they're probably going to rebuild. I haven't seen much success lately with the roster they currently have. So, uh, with this, I would like to talk about Christoph Porzingis. Obviously, played in Dallas for a little bit. He he's inconsistent shooting from deep. Um, tall, long athlete tries to block a lot of shots, ends up in foul trouble. So, where do you see Christoph Porzingis going?
0: I see. I don't see Christoph
1: Porzingis going nowhere.
0: He was sometimes the number one scorer in Washington, and I feel. He will stay there. And then he played with Bradley Bill. Bradley Bill would be the only one in trade rumors. They're not going to get rid of both of the players or put them in, in no trade talks. So I feel Christopher Zingas will stay.
1: Obviously, as we talked about earlier, the Toronto Raptors might go in a different direction as they're trying to rebuild. I haven't seen a lot of success. Obviously, they just lost Big Nurse to the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, so somebody I've seen in a lot of trade rumors is O.J. and
0: and I feel bad for him due to these trades off. <laughs> Played a great season in my eyes. Step he showed up. He stepped up for a team when needed. And if he, if I was a Toronto member, I would seriously talk about trading Fran Van Lee instead of him. Mm-hmm. Fran Van Lee was hurt a lot of the portion of the season, and he was in a slump for a little for like 15 to 20 games. Couldn't make a three-pointer. He he is a great passer, but I feel if he, I feel he should get traded for him and like a draft pick or some cap space. Mm-hmm. That would be great as a trade. I don't see him going nowhere though.
1: Staying on the topic of the Toronto Raptors, obviously they have Pascal Siakam. If they do decide to start the rebuild and trade in an OB, I feel like that'll cause a chain effect. Of them getting rid of the old, but around Scotty Barnes, obviously who they drafted in the pick. Um, so, who do you see as a good fit with Pascal Siakam?
0: Pascal yeah. Siakam, I can see him with. Let me see. To see him with the Thunder, it's not bad at all. Him and Shea will play great together because. Shay doesn't want to score the ball every time he touches it. Josh Giddy will get his solid 12-15 a night. And Pesco Siakam will just be there to do what he does best. Post up, shoot, shoot fadeaways, and play defense, grab rebounds, assist the ball. That would just be great for him.
1: Uh somebody else who's always been a trade room is Buddy Hill. Obviously he can shoot the ball very well, plays in Indiana. Had a great season next to Tyrese. So, what do you think is a good destination for Buddy Hield, where he could like show his full potential as a shooter and all that?
0: Buddy Hield, I think you should go to the Lakers. And with saying that, LeBron just needs that extra shooter. The Angela Russell will literally take up the whole court. Won't make a single shot the whole night. And then the shooter is not that great of a shooter. I feel Buddy Hill will be that shooter for
1: us. Staying on the Pacers, obviously they have Miles Turner. Oh, he's been in trade rumors for the past five seasons. Doesn't fit the timeline of their current roster. Shoots the ball well, black shots, pretty good athlete. How do you feel about Miles Turner, and where do you potentially see him going? Miles Turner,
0: I like you said earlier, I can see him going to the Heat space out the floor for a man bio to actually play the four and not have to guard the five position all game every game which does train him out I'm pretty sure
1: mm-hmm. so looking at the Atlanta Hawks obviously they haven't had the success they hoped for last season they traded for John St. Murray gave a big haul to San Antonio so I've seen John Collins and Clint Capella in rumors. Do you think both of them will get traded? And if so, do you think it'll be a package deal or two separate deals?
0: Package. Package. But I feel one of them is guaranteed and that is John Collins. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: He's guaranteed to leave. Clint Capella does his job perfectly. Plays defense, catches the logs with Trey's system. And it's just, it's what Trey needs. I feel John Collins isn't that guy. He's very inconsistent, and I just don't see him being there much longer. Uh,
1: last three players I like to talk about one of them being Jordan Poole. Obviously had a down season, but it was a key part in the Warriors championship run in twenty twenty two. Shoot the ball well, caught him like a little splash, brother. Uh, how do you feel about Jordan Poole's game?
0: I hate him. Um, feel like he came through there. And he messed up all types of chemistry mm-hmm. with the Warriors.
1: Obviously like beginning Galaxies saying he got hit in the face. Big story in the NBA by yes. Draymond Green.
0: dev the shots he take is what makes is what drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. You have two of the best shooters to ever play the game. And you feel as you get to rush or force your shots instead of letting them come to you. And I feel in clutch moments, he shouldn't ever, should've ever shoot the ball again. Mm-hmm. Give the ball to Steph Curry and let him work out. And if he kicks it to you, you're ready to knock down a shot. Mm-hmm. He's young right now. He doesn't understand that. But when Curry retires, he could be that new Curry.
1: So do you think he will get traded? If so, what do you think is a good spot for Jordan Poole to grow and expand his game as the number one option? I think.
0: See, I could see Jordan Ford going to a low a low level team. Who are you thinking?
1: Um, something I had in mind. I've seen obviously if Toronto does want to rebuild, like he could go there, you know, in a package. Like the Warriors he could get OJ and OV, Otto Porter. Obviously, who was part of the championship run two seasons ago, big piece in that. Uh, staying on the Warriors, another player. Number seven pick in the 2021 draft, obviously, Jonathan Kaminga. Hasn't seen a lot of playing time, raw athlete, great potential. How do you feel about him and him being in a potential trade?
0: feel Jonathan Kaminga played great when he was on the floor. But I do also feel he has he has to pick up a shot. The whole league you know he's going to be an athletic, aggressive, drop to the rim. But if you get that three point added to you, now you have became way worth way more money, worth to where they have to guard you mm-hmm. closely, or you going to just keep shooting threes, mm-hmm. and I like that. I don't, I don't see him getting traded. I see Jordan Poole get traded,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and James Wiseman still on their team, right? Where do you go, Detroit? Oh my fucking Lord, Barber Bagley, right? Uh-huh. That team is deadly. No, he's not. No. Not Water Bagley. What's the nickname?
1: Yeah, they got Gary Payton. Jenny Duran. Oh my lord. Oh yeah. That's a great ass duo right there. Uh-huh. Obviously, somebody who's been in the trade rumors lot. Like, we talked about his counterpart earlier. Um, how do you feel about Damian Lillard potentially being in the trade leaving Portland? Mm, I, I
0: think Dame has to get out of Portland. But, I don't know, man. Dame is a little stubborn. As much as he want to win the championship, he will stay in Portland mm-hmm. and ride out his career with them just to have that loyal legacy mm-hmm. that he wants to keep. Uh, For the last portion
1: of the podcast, we're going to talk about a couple free agents, great destinations, talk about how their season was, all that, how their team performed. Uh, starting off with Kyrie Irving. Obviously, got traded from the Brooklyn Nets at the trade deadline. Uh, There's been rumors circulating he wants to link back up with LeBron. Do you see him playing with LeBron again shortly?
0: Not this year coming up. I feel when Bronny comes into the league, they will have a big summer. Mm-hmm. Kyrie and LeBron will get back together, and that will be excellent for the NBA do you think he re-signs
1: with the Dallas Mavericks this offseason?
0: Yes, for one more year.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Chris Middleton obviously was hurt for part of the year in the Miami series when Giannis went down. Obviously sets up, looks like one of the better players in that series. Uh, First of all, how do you feel about Chris Middleton as a player? I
0: like Chris Middleton. He can, he can shoot some difficult shots. But I feel – he should say it, but walk Milwaukee with Giannis, no matter what, mm-hmm. and that's just because they have a great connection. And Middleton just he fits that style of play over there with them.
1: Uh, another player in this year's free agency, James Harden, obviously been linked to Houston. If Houston could get James Harden and pair him with the men, Thompson, I feel like it's a pretty nicely backcourt. James Harden, a Thompson, Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr. If they can add more to the front court, I feel like that's a pretty Nasty contending team for next yes, season. I like that. Uh-huh. Do you think James Harden goes to Houston, or do you think he retimes with Philly?
0: No, I think he goes to Houston for sure. Mm-hmm. He doesn't
1: like Joel. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, he likes Joel off the floor. On the floor, he doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the ball in his hands, much, And he's a second... He, Harden doesn't like being a second option. Yeah. Uh,
1: somebody this season, we talked about him a little bit earlier. Uh, we go more in-depth here. D'Angelo Russell.
0: Trance-ass. <laughs> uh,
1: kind of had an okay season. Started the season off in Minnesota. Obviously, it was part of LA's major trade deadline that changed the season yes, around. I
0: love how he played when he first joined the team. We got in the playoffs, he disappeared. Mm-hmm. Showed me how it really was, and I hate him. Mm-hmm. All we needed to do was drop 15 a game. We
1: would have won every game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Another player we kind of talked about. Related to the Jordan Post situation is Draymond Green. He is said he's gonna decline his twenty seven point nine million dollar player option, gonna be entering free agency unrestricted. Do you think he resigns or do you think he signs somewhere else?
0: If he declines that, I'm feeling like, I'm feeling like he will uh go shit. He will go. Match up with his daddy, LeBron James, mm-hmm. and I fuck with that.
1: Uh huh. Um, another player in free agency, Nikola Vucevic, talks about him being a part of the trade that got the Orlando match at the eleventh pick. Chicago had a very disappointing season. Obviously, Lonzo Ball was hurt for the whole season, didn't play a lot. Uh, because argue that Zach Levine or DeMar DeRozan DeMar- DeMar- were promising since the season, but I just feel like their young guys the past few drafts haven't produced and are holding them back. So, do you think Vucevic resigns, or do you think he goes somewhere else?
0: I think Vucevic resigns. Mm-hmm. Well, I think mean, the Zach will be stay there too. They're in the contract, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel Kobe White. He's gonna get part of a trade. Mm-hmm. Um. Caruso may maybe getting out of there soon again, mm-hmm. and I don't know some other players. Do put in the trade package, but they're. I feel like they're going to make like a huge trade for a point guard, a,
1: a solid point guard. A mm-hmm. um, couple more players here. We're going to talk about another one being Fred Van Vliet. Obviously, we've talked about Toronto a lot this podcast, talking about where they might go with their future, trading their potential players right now for the future. Uh, Do you think Fred Van Vliet leaves Toronto and goes somewhere with the bigger market? Yes. What mm-hmm. do you see Fred Van Vliet ending up? Los Angeles
0: point guard and I feel he's looking for the money now mm-hmm. even though he's yeah, been in the league for I feel like he's looking for the money mm-hmm. and
1: I like that mm-hmm. uh, talking about two, three more players here Jeremy Grant kind of a weird season playing with Portland sometimes had to be the number one option looked very consistent when he was told to score the ball um, what do you think about Jeremy Grant in his future in the league? Huh? Jeremy Grant. Where is he at? Uh, he played with Portland last season. Jeremy Grant.
0: I don't see nowhere for him. Should say to Denver.
1: Mm, you see him potentially going back for Denver on a cheaper payroll? Yes, but I feel Denver won't
0: take him. Mm. And Gordon has taken position. Mm hmm. And his role,
1: and mm. he played it better. Uh, Christian Wood, big man, came Trash. off the bench. Trash. Mm-hmm. Do you think Dallas resigns him or potentially puts him in a signing trade to open Dallas him up? Dallas puts him
0: in a signing trade for sure. Mm-hmm. For the for I'll feel it like we said earlier. Miles Turner could also come over here. Come, I mean, not over here. I'm not a Dallas fan, but he could come to Dallas.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, last two players I want to talk about. One of them being is Kyle Kuzma, obviously prolific score, uh, very out there about his fashion and all that. Uh, How do you feel about Kyle Kuzma and him potentially going to a different team?
0: Hey, Kyle, come run it back, baby. Run it back in L.A. We'll take
1: you. The last player I want to talk about, Bruce Brown, obviously was a crucial piece in this year's NBA Finals. Uh, Guarded Jimmy Butler most of the time. uh, Was very – Efficient when he was told to shoot the ball, great scorer, played like point guard center row. How do you feel about Bruce Brown personally?
0: I feel as much as the whole fan base will like Bruce Brown to go be a starting point guard somewhere, I feel he doesn't do it. So he stays in Miami. I mean, what the fuck? He stays in Denver and he takes that role of coming off the
1: bench and being that spark for them. Mm-hmm. And that'll end the first episode of the podcast. My name's Kane.
0: I right, JJ
1: and this is the final score.